I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and uh, oh, here we are. You know, another night, another sparkle. You know, another dream born here amidst the dust and stage lights. Another, another breath, another death. The last two, the last two really just rhyme. No one's, no one's uh, dying uh, per se uh, in this particular episode. I did want to tell you that just up front, a lot of people do get nervous. No one is dying. I don't, I don't know why I said that. Um, kind of got carried away with the moment. I was here, you know, yesterday we did a little bit of spoken word, uh, freeform poetry readings here at the Gilded Rap. And I performed uh, pro bono <laughs> uh, and came up in a, a set of head full of, of, my, uh, of, my, of my, my works, my art. And um, boy, it went, it went really well. It went really well. Um, I mean, of course, yeah, no, you know, of course I'll, I could do one now. I mean, obviously, you don't have to ask. Um, I know that you would love that. So um, <clears throat> this one, this one is, uh, is very special to me. Here we go. <clears throat> Life. Life. Live. Life. Love. We started at the bottom. But now we're on the top. How did we get here? No one knows. No one sees. Except, perhaps, we do see. And we do know. Life. Now, of, of course, if you had been here yesterday, you'd maybe been briefed on the rules of, of freeform jazz uh, spoken word poetry. Which is that when someone says something or work like that that is uh, so transformational that even though like you're stunned that your, your world has been shifted 90 degrees to the left even though you're so stunned i mean you can't clap you can't hoot you can't holler you know none of those are appropriate you start you know you start snapping your fingers right so that's what you should have done i mean you're not, you're not cultured obviously this is not something you've learned this is um something they do uh, you know in some of the fancier fancier town. This is something that they, they do in Vrem, obviously. Uh, it's one of the things that maybe I, 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 I didn't introduce it to the Gilded Ram here, but I, I just as well could have, because I've been all around Eorith and um, definitely uh, definitely learned about this far, far, far long ago. This is a, it's an old concept to me, but new to the town, so I understand. I understand. Um, you know, uh, moving, moving, I suppose, right along. Where we're, Oh, last time, um, the brute force was in Sleet Boss, and they had, uh, well, they thought it was a chupacabra incident. Turns out it was a regular old gnome vampire that was sucking all the blood out of alpacas. And, uh, you know, they made friends with him for a slight time, and then his entire uh, vampire family did get wiped out by a really badass uh, woman. She was, was a big, giant 
we all know, we all love a Jotun by the name of Remember. Um, and uh, it's a very exciting time in the story, obviously, Remember is well beloved, um, famous and infamous now in just the right, I feel like the right percentages there. You don't want just fame. You want a little bit of infamy as well. It's like a six parts fame, two part infamy, which I suppose does reduce down to like a three to one fame to infamy ratio. That's like the sweet spot, you know? Um, and I was definitely uh, at this, this, this stage, uh, didn't really have any fame. Remember, didn't really have any infamy. It was kind of um, just kind of going through the motions of just murdering a whole lot of vampires. Um, but she did share a lot of her backstory, which is uh, always intriguing, uh, on the trip from Sleet Moss to Glacier Moss. And that's where we'll pick up, as the brute force has plenty to tell uh, the uncle of Queen uh, Ileana Gethaldra Gilmithrulian Vilifar. I really start, should start saying it all uh, in an entirety because it, I'm getting rusty with it. Anyway, her uncle Ilindor Vilifar was uh, the regent, the duke in charge of Glacier Moss, and they had plenty to tell him. Uh, so on the on the way there, boy. Mort kind of put his foot in his mouth as he announced that he himself was a vampire. Sorry about rolling my R on that one. I just felt it felt like saying it in a fancy way. Vampire is what I meant to say. He's a vampire. Hello, I'm Mort McCoy. I'm a vampire. Oh, okay. Well. Lot to lot to lot to decompress uh, from on that one. Why did your voice change significantly in in that moment there? What, oh, I, what, what was that about? I thought you might recognize my voice. Not that there's any reason that you would would have done. I suppose. <laughs> um, I mean, if you were Mort McCoy, you probably would know I've never met. Yes, Mort McCoy. But uh, you, and, you may have. Uh, I I don't know. I I was trying to be in disguise so you wouldn't think that I I might be. A vampire. All right. Well, there's a whole lot to unpack here, but let's start with let's start with this vamp vampire thing. Yes, you're a vampire. Yes, and as I understand it, you won't kill a vampire unless you're paid to do it. That's right, right? Because my whole plan hinged on the fact that you're not about to kill me. Oh, I mean, why would I kill a vampire? I mean, I mean, my entire village was slaughtered by vampires. Uh, they came in the night, which I suppose in retrospect was to be expected. Um, and they rounded every man, woman, and child up and gave us all a choice. Die or be turned. But for those of us that dared, there was a third choice. A dance oh, competition. Oh. 18 sleepless days and nights. Again, mostly nights because of the whole sunshine thing. I outdanced Every one of those soulless beasts until I'd bested every last one of them twice over. I'd won my life, but I've dedicated every moment of it to hunting down every last one of those blood suckers off the face of your earth. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Actually, I had a pretty good childhood, honestly, all things considered. Daddy drank a bit much there in the end, but I think it was... I think it was all the pressure from caring for his daddy. My grandpappy put 30 years of work into a sugar mine only to be shrunk down toddler size like the day before he was fitting to retire. And that's the kind of pain 
That'll drive a man to drinking. I I remember being 12 years old, bouncing my grandpappy on my knee, and that's the type of weird situation that just sticks with you. That's some generational trauma. Yeah, yeah. I bet you'd love to get your hands on the person responsible for that one, oh, huh? Would I ever. But no, I joined up with a vampire hunting group called Vera Vita, true life in Italian uh, or Latin or some shit that I don't even think exists on this uh, world. And I had misheard it, and I thought Velveeta was hiring, which is a company that makes a sort of semi-soft cheese that... It's real good for casseroles if you get some egg noodles and some cream of chicken soup. But I got here. I found the job was simple enough, and I'm pretty damn good at it. Anyway, the rest is history, I suppose. Um, but, but your family, are, uh, for the most part, all alive or at least didn't die from vampiric causes? Oh, no, no. There's no – I don't really have any any of that issue. No. Okay. Um, yeah, no. I'm not interested in, in murdering you. It's like, kind of like if you call an exterminator and you say, hey, I got a whole bunch of bugs in my house, and they come in to clean out all the bugs out of your house, and then they find a bug outside, they're not going to kill that bug, too. That's not what they're paid for, right? I mean, it's, John Goodman in Arachnophobia, did he He trod on that spider as he was exiting the, the house. He'd, well, we can't all be John Goodman. I think we can all agree that. I mean, that's, that's very true. Gosh, what a reference, and what a time to throw that in there. I watched that movie recently. <laughs> Does it hold up? Oh, okay. Oh, it well, it, uh, it sort of holds up. Fucking <laughs> John Goodman. And well, all right. Video. Let's let's get back Sorry. to this whole you're you're a vampire part. No, yes. we both agree. I'm not planning on killing you right now or anything like that. But how, how exactly? I mean, listen. If we're if I'm following this situation, you were more McCoy, who I was led to believe was a skeleton man. Yes, yes, I, I was indeed. Uh, I've been led to believe he still has a skeleton, actually. Oh, yeah, he most certainly does have a skeleton. Yeah, mostly still bones in there, I think. I, so it kind of just he kind of just grew this. Kind of just a new look. Now, here's the real question. Usually, uh, transformation into a vampire requires, the, you know, some sort of blood-sucking situation yes. going on there. And as a skeleton, I am... Uh, well, I mean, I guess I'm led to believe you did not have or possess any blood at the time. That's true. And I don't think you can be changed from uh, bone marrow sucking, um, although it's it's a possibility, I suppose. No, I mean, so the, the thing is, we were uh, traveling around uh, Eorith trying to uh, put right what once went wrong, hoping that our next leap would be the one home. Um, okay. And we kind of uh, got rid of all magic um, by returning the, the relics to the gods. Um, and as my body was held together by magic, I kind of ceased to be. Then the, the next thing I knew, I woke up on the side of the road horribly burned in this body. So I'm not really sure how it happened. Um, any theories that, you know, could be the gods rewarding me or messing with me? I I don't know that the gods would reward anything that we did. We kind of fucked their shit up a bit, a bit. We, we kind of restored them all to life. Well, or, uh, is it life? I guess not. I guess me- metaphysical life. I, I have know. a real, I have a real thing with with the fox god now. So maybe I, maybe I like to think that we fucked their shit up, but I probably didn't do that much, huh? I probably didn't really fuck the fox's shit. Okay, yeah, probably not, huh? So uh, this is this Cammy. She was a member of Ezra's retinue as well. Oh right, right, Cammy Okana, right? Okay, I remember, I remember. I didn't. I get- feel like I've. 
been a full fox the whole time. So I do think that that part probably. Is there not a lot of foxes around? I don't get into the into the big cities that much. So I didn't oh, know. If... OK, well, I guess I don't have a lot of like fox face recognition then. Yeah, no, it's it's me. Um, Cami Arcana. Yeah. And I have tails. Well, that's and, fun. Yeah. And a book and it talks to me. Whoa, guys, I, uh, whoa, I just snapped out of, like, the deepest reverie I've ever had. I have no <laughs> idea what has happened for, like, the past, like, hour. Uh, oh, you're a big lady. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, names remember. Oh, hey, Hollis. And I do one of those handshakes because she's also a big lady where we grab hands, but also press forearms together and, like, Official big lady handshake. Oh, you're pretty good at that. That's 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 great. That's a good job. Oh yeah, you're not too shabby either. I like your style. So so, what where are y'all heading to? I mean, I know, here's the thing. I know that y'all was heading kind of towards that vampire place that I did just recently. Uh, you know, clean out. Um, it is it is it vampirically related like i don't know if you if you're kind of confused about what your whole situation is how you became a vampire what that mm. means and all that good stuff what's the uh, uh, uh i mean what's what's your what's your plan with that um that was more of like a side quest situation you know we showed up and then there was like chupacabra vampire stuff so we figured right, well we're right. here but we're kind of oh, here shit, it's never a chupacabra i wish one time it would be a chupacabra but i've just every time i've been someplace it's never a damn chupacabra i'm, I'm kind of doing my own thing yeah wait did did leland get an intro here yeah i'm kind of doing my own thing I, I was entombed i've been in a tomb leland deacon deacon sugar mines heard uh, you mention this before mm. funny story about why i was entombed my horrible sister came up with this crazy plot to shrink our entire workforce to do wages. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't do that. These <laughs> folks got a union. They got to vote first off if they want to be that shrunk. motherfucker uh, role then... How dare he disparage Lila Ann. <laughs> and then, on account of the fact I went to stop her, she gave me a murder. And, and so I'm on kind of a revenge slash redemption arc. I'm doing a redemption are you not and alive? Revenge. Oh, are, revenge. You not, are you not alive? How do you murder someone and then they're still alive? Well, he's not alive. He's undead. I haven't murdered anybody. You said your sister murdered you. Right. And then turned me into a mummy. How, how, you're, you're dead when you're... Haven't you seen The Mummy starring Brendan <laughs> Fraser and Rachel Weisz, which was responsible for every millennial becoming bisexual? Have you not seen the movie? Rachel, and, the, and the one Egyptian fellow with the eyeliner? I, Ray, your bisexual human friend, have not seen that movie. Calm down. Well... Uh, you mean Billy Zane, World Treasure Billy Zane? Really quickly, yeah. Well, let's pretend we're, we're we got we got a game here going on. I'm, uh, Pat, you're going to have to roll a deception <laughs> on this situation here. Would it not? Would it be deception and not rapport? Well, whatever. I got a plus three. <laughs> you are lying. You are absolutely lying to this poor innocent woman. Uh, all right, she kind of cocks a brow at you uh, and looks like she's ready to to punch you. Uh, and then she kind of stops and she goes. Well, I don't have much fondness for the name uh, uh, a Deacon, but um, I'm, I want to let you know, if I ever meet your sister, I'm going to clock her clean in the grill. Well, good. I'm, I am here to do a clock cleaning as well on account of the fact that she entombed me and used ensorcelment to turn me into an undead vampire. I mean, that sounds like the type of thing a person that would shrink somebody's grandpappy would do. Yeah, my idea was making a delicious slurry so that when you're making you an old-fashioned or some other sort of beverage that's sweet, you just mix up 
the liquid slurry that's a sugar and slurry mixture, and you don't have to. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Lila's simple syrup? That was my idea. That was my idea. She oh my she goodness. shrunk your grandpa. She ensorcelled me and entombed me, and then I am now forced to hang out with a vampire, a skeleton, and a shark. A shark's the only one I like. Okay, what's and up? then you know. You're actively hanging out with me. She dragged the monkey along. I know you don't like the monkey. I don't trust that monkey. Yeah, see, I'm I'm doing my own thing. I'm I'm a I'm a rogue. You can't, you know, I'm the wild card. That's everyone's like, here comes Leland. He's handsome and also a wild card. That's interesting. I, mean, I took a class. I took one. I took one one uh, level in in rogue myself. So I kind of understand what you're saying. I mean, the the handsomeness is kind of implied. You are wrapped in bandages, but we can tell by you know bone structure. Well, you yeah, know. but they're like handsome bandages. These are this oh is hand woven silk. Yeah. These bandages. Cammy is signing to Bobo that like it's okay that they just don't understand. They're just jealous. Like Cammy is is doing the the good friend thing. At no point did Bobo care about anything that was said. Bobo did not crack an eye at any of this. Yeah, Bobo's riding a riding an alpaca very slowly behind you guys, and it's just like chilling with it. Anyway, I just assumed if we if we beat down my sister Lila on account of the fact of her misdeeds, and we also solved the. Uh, uh, vampire problem, I'll get to go to my eternal slumber and will not be cursed uh, to uh, ever waking nightmare of being undead. Yeah, um, okay. That sounds that sounds solid. It sounds like a good plan. Um, I've not been hugged in 300 years. Are we all just going around I mean, and kind of doing, are talking about our own personal motivations? More hugs, Leland. Because, <laughs> okay. Hollis, what's your motivations? I think that's what we're doing on this walk. What's happening? What? Uh, motiv- motivations. Well, one getting big, getting big now. And now that I, now that I see um uh, uh this nice nice woman here, I've got some more more goals to uh, aim for because I need to get bigger. Mm. I need to get bigger. There's a motive. That's a good motivation for me. Um, uh, really just vibing on the surface, I guess is is kind of my thing. Uh. Uh, my whole, my whole shtick was that, uh, I lived under the ocean all my life. I get to come up now, really party, really give it, give her, really give her and get big. Oh. Oh, I, I'm a, I'm a simple shark. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. So if you really want to make this about me, I don't know, let's like, let's like, Go meet the locals. I think we're just all going around. Yeah, I think Leland kind of set us off on this foot where we're all going around. I, well, I thought we were doing a classic Aaron Sorkin walk and talk, and so I was just fucking Josh Lymaning it up. Mort, would you like to talk and walk first? We kind of did your thing. What? I, I I I did a talk and walk. I went last. Well, okay. I feel like I feel like Mort, you got a you got yourself a couple options here. I mean. What 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 do you want to do with the with the vampirism thing? I mean, I can see it going one of two ways. For most vampires I've ever encountered, uh, which you already kind of strike it a little bit different because you, to my to my knowledge, didn't choose to be a vampire. Pretty much every other one of them did. Uh, this there, consent is very important in uh, in this world, and in, that is included in vampirism. You you will be, you will know. So it's kind of weird because you didn't you didn't want to be a vampire, so that's already no, strange. No, I didn't. Most vampires tend to go one of a couple different directions. Either they, um, well, they just kind of lean into it, you know, and they go on the whole murder rampage, start sucking blood every which way, you know, get really seduced by the power of the whole thing, uh, which isn't a route. That's an option. Um, 
I would not recommend it, but I mean, it's an option. If that was, if that was, that was your plan, you probably could find uh, any of a number of vampire families in the area that are probably, I mean, you don't really have a family. You're not going to be warring with anybody. They'd probably I take you in. I have a chosen family. Well, not a vampire family. This is, all right, we're, we're walking away from the term clan and into the term family because uh, it's just a, that's just a safer situation for everybody. So when <laughs> I refer to family in this tense, I mean, vampire family. Bloodline. Um, so since you don't got one of those, you're probably not in any risk. I mean, you could go in, have some conversations, but I just would warn you any information that they give you would be, you know, kind of trying to tilt you towards their own whims and wills and stuff of that nature. We don't like liars. Is, is there sort of animosity between the, the different vampire families? Is there like some oh, kind of yeah. blood war type thing going on? <laughs> I've been... <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've been hired by more vampire families, I feel like, than I've been hired by regular folk. Interesting. Well, that's a twist. Just a straight up merc. I, I never comes up on the ledger, but you just, you get the feeling. You come into a town, you clean it out of vampires. Next thing you know, there's a whole nother family swoops in there. And boy, did they just have the drapes already set? They already measured the windows before they showed up. So you feel like they had it planned, right? Mm. I mean, the other option is, is that there's a lot of there's a lot of vampires that spend their whole life kind of fighting the urge and then uh, trying to find a cure, trying to find a way out of it. Now, it's hopeless, obviously, for all of them to try to try to do that. Um, But, you know, you are a unique situation. I don't know. It's if anybody would know if there's any way, shape or form to, uh, you know, undo what has been done, then it'd probably be my company. Veravita, they have probably the best chance. I mean, they're as well versed and well studied on the unliving, uh, both both sides of, of of your unlivingness than about anybody. I see. And and the the not killing vampires you haven't been paid to kill is that just a youth thing or is that a whole Veravita thing? Well, here's the thing. They're they're pretty fundamentally based on on the concept of of the unliving, the undead being uh, just morally reprehensible. So I'm not saying it won't be an uphill battle to try to convince them that you're worth right. saving or worth helping. So probably not wander up to them and say, hi, I'm a Bacora vampire. It's probably not a good idea. I mean, you could, but it's going to take a lot more talking than that. Okay. But I mean, it, it's uh, it's not the easy route, but it's, uh, it's a route. But certainly things to consider. I mean, we, we have a, another task at, at had a, a saving vrim at the moment um <sighs> oh that sounds like a pretty big one actually speaking of i was i was i was gonna tell you that we kind of stumbled into ch- some chupacabra slash vampire shenanigans as like a kind of a side thing while we were here uh we are going to glacier moss to talk to the ruler there because hey it's it's a whole mess over in uh, in vrim it's a whole mess so we're doing that Hey, uh, Hollis. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he owes Hollis, me some money, so Hollis that's over fine. Here, that's... Hand up. Uh, question for the group. <laughs> um, is that, that's, that's like, that's, that's what we're doing. That's a thing? We're, we have to, like, we're saving a city? What? I thought we were trying to rescue uh... your buds and we, we did that. So this is, this is the next, the next thing that's our thing? Yeah, I'm confused with you, Hollis. I don't. See so what happens. Remember, they came into my tomb and they drank of my liquor. So I now I am kind of I owe them a life debt. So I'm stuck with them doing this dumb shit when I could be doing cool stuff with you. Anyway, Wait, we're we're cursed with you. Hold on. So, no, it's it's <laughs> okay. my curse. You're my burden. Right. That's, that's, 
side note, uh, yeah, no, we were, we, when we found you, we were on the way to rescue our friends, which were in prison and brim because of, you know, yeah, 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 we, we did that. I mean, props to us, pats on the back all around. Yeah, you go on a rescue mission, you discover a coup, you realize that the, like, the king's not really in control of his body and they imprison the queen and then you just, you keep stumbling. We keep stumbling into other sort of problems. This world's like broken. A hero's work is never done. Is that what we are? Oh, man, I got so much to learn about this. You're, you're heroes now. You're, you're part of the brute force. You're with us. Oh, no shit, eh? Yeah, I don't think we ever actually said that officially. I'm a brute forcer, I guess. We getting tattoos or something? Cammy has, like, flashes of all the brutal, like, people setting people on fire and murders. And we're like, <laughs> okay, yeah. And she, like, makes a note to, like, Look up the fucking definition of hero because maybe <laughs> <laughs> semantically. So we're we're stumbling into a city saving is what you're saying. Yeah, we have we have stumbled and it feels like no one else is gonna do it. You know, totally cool, totally cool. Yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. I get it. I just this is great. This gives me a direction and something to focus on. I get distracted so easily. So if I could just have this yeah. touchstone to keep coming back to save Brim. Got it. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I have my own kind of thing. Like, we we all have our own kind of things because, we're, you know, I've got, like, a whole people that are worshipping a false god. So, like, I, like we got our own little things. Because, like, I was going to be, like, immortal and get a bunch of tails. And now it's like, mm, got to deal with the false god. So, you know, there's a lot going on, I feel. All right. So just expect to be sidetracked is what you're saying. Basically. Yeah, we're like ADHD, the adventuring party. Okay, all right, I can buy into this. Yeah. Thanks, Cammy. Yeah, I remember one time we we stopped at a a little village uh, to deal with some dream worms and and spent six (laughs) months there. So, yeah, you you get very sidetracked. As you guys look up, you are at the gates of Glacier Moss. (laughs) Convenient. Uh, Okay, well, um, there's a big, like... You know, talking with royalty, big political talk, and I assume that all of you want to come with me to do that because I'm. Nope. Oh, are well, <laughs> okay. So Leland's down. Bobo. <laughs> Bobo gives a thumbs up. Ah, oh, got the monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Remember, it's like, well, listen, I know, I know exactly where where y'all got to go for that. Um, I need to actually go talk to Illendor. He, like I said, he's the one that hired me to sweep out those vampires. So. I got a handful of uh, 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 gold to, to, to collect from him, and then I'll be on my way. Okay, that, great. It's going to be a three-foot fox, a huge fucking gorilla that's blue, and the largest, coolest woman I've ever met. No, the largest, coolest, non-shark woman I've uh, ever met. Yeah, flatter me. <laughs> and don't, you know don't worry. Don't worry, Cammy. I'll keep an eye on that monkey. You don't have to worry about him pulling any funny business. Oh, wow. Okay. We are going to take the alpaca, too, by the way. Just going to, we're going to ride in the alpaca. Well, you can't trot an alpaca. I mean, I guess if you're already trotting a monkey in there, what's the difference? But, okay. <laughs> we got to bring a whole circus. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, is Yanov with us, by the way? Absolutely. Everybody is on, uh, like, smaller uh, <laughs> smaller llamas and alpacas, uh, like, trailing behind. <laughs> Make way for Prince Ali. <laughs> I thought Yanov stayed back with his daughter. No, he was on the ship with us, didn't he? He made the the sea wolf 
Found oh, them. that's right. Sorry, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Yanov and Jasper are both on separate uh, alpacas, and there's a alpaca between them that's holding a uh, checkers board uh, on its back, and they're just been playing <laughs> checkers this whole time. What the fuck? And I'm pretty sure Moon Kevin's around somewhere too. Is he? Like, you guys saved him from like. Oh yeah, no, he was in the dungeon yeah. as well, wasn't he? <laughs> Shit, yeah. We need to have an intervention about collecting NPCs. I absolutely. Forgot about that, dude. <laughs> we okay, okay. I I want to make so many. We need to leave Moon Kevin at like a co-op. Mm-hmm. We need to drop him off. Uh, yeah, he he wandered into the woods as soon as you guys like started talking about chupacabras. He was like certain he was going to track one down, and he like went off into the wilderness. And he I haven't seen him since. Yeah, and Satchmo's with us as well. <laughs> Satchmo Satchmano Trichino is with you. At this point, we're basically foster parents. Like, we can't just keep holding on to these people. I mean, you guys just have you guys just have a cart that's getting pulled behind you, and in that cart is all your collected NPCs. Was Muncha Pancake? Was he pranked or that's was he pranked? You don't get a you don't get a bird oh, too. Okay, sorry. okay. <laughs> Muncha Pancake. <laughs> what the fuck? To answer your question, Yanov is there. Yeah. You need Yanov um, well, uh, Cami, if you want to go and speak to Duke, is he a Duke? He's royal. I'm gonna call him a Duke. If you want to go and speak to, to Duke uh, Illendor, uh, I'd, I'd actually like to have a word with Yanov about some things. Um, and and hopefully we can sort something out about something. Or that, that is ominous. Uh, <laughs> I like how vague it was. I'm going to hunt down a suede jacket or a fur coat that hits about mid-thigh. Is That's what I'm looking for. And then... I'll probably be a bit peckish. And Whose I'm like, thigh? My, my mid-thigh. Okay. Because I'm going to be the one that wears it. Okay. Just, I, I'm just, I have two forms, and the thigh lengths are different, so I thought it was a normal question to ask. Oh, no. I mean, my thigh. It'll be, I'll be bespoke. What, what am I, buy off the rack like some fucking poor's got a job interview so it goes to Joseph A. Bank? No, I'm getting, <laughs> they're going to measure me out with the tape. Come on, man. We're going to have to come back here and pick this fucking coat up. <laughs> So I'm going to do that, and then I might uh, pop on over and get me a bowl of stew. I bet it seems like a stew type of town. Uh, oh, you can get some borscht. It's hot, hot Sure, borscht. I'll get a fucking, I'll get some of that ruski old soup. Cold War's over, so let's go get us some, some Russian soup. I get a Hollis. We'll just, I guess we'll just tie her up to the hitching post. She, she ain't really, <laughs> she ain't really <laughs> Hollis, I guess we'll just. How, how dare you? <laughs> Well, I am just trying to absorb everything that is happening right now. There's a there's a lot of ideas flying around and uh, a lot of concepts, and I am I'm trying my best to stay focused. It's really hard to concentrate on anything when we have a remember up here, and she's she's like ah oh, she's very large. I'm very jealous. Mm-hmm. I, I always considered mm-hmm. myself large, but now I'm kind of... It's thrown my whole thing through a loop. Well, you should go with them and do the, the political subterfuge. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> I'm great at lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Hollis's strength rely, like lies in the courts of, of, a, of royalty, um, but I do want to say that you are very large. Let's not... Let's not... Just because remember... Just because you remember it's got some bulk does not mean you're not also very large. I mean, she's too large, if anything. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Whoa. That, hold nah, on. I can't, I can't fly with you on that, that train there, Mort. 
No way more. I scale her like Everest. Make base camp. Just live there for a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Well, I, I got to get going. I got to get paid, and then I got a job to go make a, a, a handful of bucks over in yonder. Um, if y'all get a chance to uh, to hit up the, the Veravita HQ, they're over in Ormine. Uh, I'm actually heading there after I get done with yonder. So if you decide to make your way out that way, uh, maybe we can meet up. If you uh, if you'd see that before we do, can you like put in a good word for me or something? I mean, I I, I could definitely. I mean, I, I I guess the tricky thing is, is like by doing that, I'm gonna tell them that you're a vampire, which probably isn't a great starting point. Um, mm. Saying, hey, there's this vampire out there, you probably shouldn't kill. Like, just don't go up and say that to people. You're probably all right. Don't go telling people. Um, and don't bite anybody or kill nobody. You probably be all right. Yep. No biting or killing. For now, <laughs> anymore. It, it it it'll it'll work itself out more. I hope I hope things go well for you. I hope you make a good decision. And she walks over and kind of gives you a a, a sturdy handshake. She gives Leland a clap on the back, and then she kind of gives Hollis like one of those like claps, yeah, five grip things. And she leans in. And she goes, "Darling, you're gigantic. Don't let anybody tell you <gasps> anything different." Oh, <laughs> Hollis turns bright red. I'll never remember. And she's like. Oh, boy, that's just about the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. Carly, where does the blush happen? Does the blush happen down around the mouth? Or yeah, is it like it's under the, into the, the eyes the individually? Okay, <laughs> hammerheads are hard, let me tell you. Her biceps turn red. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. She walks over and slaps Hercules Poteet on the back and says, I forgot about him. Oh, by the way, that's her boy ward. I forgot to tell you about this. Carly, she has a boy ward named Hercules <laughs> Poteet. She claps Hercules Poteet on the back. She says, all right, let's go get paid. Oh, fucking Hercules Poteet. And she starts heading off towards the palace. We're taking the child too. Okay. And then Cammy walks right beside oh, Hercules and realizes they are like the same exact height. <laughs> <laughs> same size. The same size. <laughs> all right. So they're heading off towards towards the palace to have mm. a convo. Uh, who's going where? What first? John, what what you you sneak on back? To, uh, Mort sneaks on back to talk to. Oh, don't Yana. sneak! I'm not being like suspicious or anything. Right, but you walk away from everyone. I strut strut my stuff. Confident. Yo, Yanov, what up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's um, it's a bold. Uh, hold on one second. And t- 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 there we go. Uh, King me. And I think this game is solidly in the bag. Um, what's up, Mort? Hi, yes. Um, so one of the most useful things you've ever done was when you converted that boat into a flying machine for us. It was super, super useful. Oh, yeah. We had that whole magical can of air. Yeah, yeah. We had, um... Uh, yeah, um, so there's all types of magical. I things was wondering. I I know magic obviously isn't working anymore. Is there any other way you think that we could get a boat to fly? You know, I've heard there's like these gases which are lighter than air or something. I don't understand it. Uh, how can something be lighter than nothing? I mean, it is. Yeah, I know what me. you're talking about. Here's the thing I've I've encountered in my life is when you find gases that are lighter than air, they tend to just float right up in the air before you can catch them. That's the thing I've run into a problem with. Um, I've tried heating up the air, but then you just go pretty much straight upward. It's um, not the greatest, not the not the most wonderful situation. I think there's probably a way to do it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little slow going for like a while. The, but the heating of the air sounds promising. Um, 
need to work out a, a forward thrust mechanic. Yeah, well, if we had a magical jar of wind, we could... Ju- oh, shit. Yeah, no, that's the magic. What thing, about, like, a, a bicycle that is connected to a propeller on the back of the ship? And we pedal really fast, and it spins around. And okay, okay, I mean, that would probably be quite now, slow I mean, okay, as well. Let's, but let's think about this in a more traditional sense. If I have a cart or a traveling thing of some means of conveyance, and I want to move it forward, I'm hitching it to a bunch of uh, a bunch of oxen, maybe or some horses, right? So we need some flying horses. I mean, if we could get our hands on a handful of pegasi. Um, that'd be pretty great. Or, I mean, even, even, even if they're like, uh, what are those paradons or something? What are the ones that are, are like elk or stags or whatever? Those things, those flying deer, those would work. Um, Like Santa, sorry, like scrunch, the the great scrunch. No, no, there's like actual winged, winged, winged (sighs) feral deer, not reindeer. Um, oh, there's, um. There's griffins. We could do griffins. Have you ever heard of this uh, thing called uh, steam? You maybe create some kind of mechanical apparatus with steam. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm familiar with steam, Mort. That's what happens when you heat up water. Yeah, been there, done that. I'm an inventor, you know. I'm not That's true. a four-year-old. True. I know what, what steam what is. is. <laughs> what are your farty backpacks powered by? Farty <laughs> They're mostly methane. Is is that They're an option? Made of methane. We make a giant farty well, sure. floating boat. Yeah, absolutely, it's an option. Um, do we have a lot of access to dead bodies? I just ask. I just I mean, ask. We could get some. We okay. could make some. <laughs> Listen, if you get me the bodies, I can get you the methane, and then next thing you know, we've got a propulsion. Yeah, device. no, maybe maybe not that idea, but okay. Anyway, yeah, if you if you could think of something. Here's an option. Here's an option. If you're not opposed to the idea of flying animals, oh, no, I, do, no. I do know that there used to be a place in town. This was one of the most well-known brothels in all of Eorith. It was right here in Glacier Moss. It's a place called Fantastical Mounts. Now, recently, they have kind of rebranded. And they're not even a pro. They don't even do. Uh, they don't even do brothel stuff anymore. And they actually just deal in fantastical mounts in the, the variety of, of which you get on and you ride right so like they've got all types of things they've got like manticores and shit i think there it is so, so maybe that's an option fucked up that you said yeah. this when pat was not here and leland was not in this conversation <laughs> and you made that amazing joke that, is, that was a choice it's amazing <laughs> i want a t-shirt for fantastical mounts can we get a like squadron of I mean, probably not dragons, um, but... I mean, we could do, a, like, a wyvern thing. They at least won't set the whole thing on fire. Yeah, I mean, what, you 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 work on that. See if you can get something together. You know, it, it would be very handy to, to be able to, to fly again. If you could get a means of pulling it, I can, get my, I can get my hands on a way to lift this boat. Absolutely. I mean, a boat. We don't really have one right now. Okay, I will head we to uh, Fantastical Mounts and see what they've got. All right, on our way to the palace, and look, we're there. Hey, Cammy, you've arrived at a palace. Uh, you guys are kind of ushered in because uh, they're expecting, uh, remember, she doesn't even have to show ID. Yeah. She's the type of person that, like, when she shows up, everybody's like... They can see her from the spires. Yeah, they, like, the, <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> That's that literal giant woman we hired to kill all yeah. those vampires. They remember her. Wow. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, Cammy's just like falling in line as they're retinue, I guess. Yeah, you guys are led in and uh, you come into a kind of like a it's like a it's like a it's like a, it's just like kind of a lounge room uh, that you're brought into. And there's just all types of fancy people kind of like hanging out on uh, on cushy couches, eating grapes like there's bowls of honey that they're just kind of dipping their fingers in and just going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, this is good honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a nice vintage. Anyone with fur in here? Uh, anyone with fur? Is it just in me here? and Bobo? Um, yeah, no. There's, there's no. I mean, there's no other kitsunes or anything. But there's like, there's like, uh, there's some cat folk. Okay. Uh, in here, they're, okay. they're not getting in the honey, but they're yeah. <laughs> enjoying the grapes. They're batting them around, and that 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 that's fun for them. Okay, I I think uh, since remember is getting just like full FaceTime with the same guy we need to talk to. I think Cammy's just probably going to mill about and maybe try to like run through some um, what she would think is like royalty etiquette lessons with Bobo. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and of course she's like signing all this like, okay, uh, Bobo, I think, all right. So your fingers like don't touch stuff because there's like silverware and things. So like fingers don't touch like anything. I don't think. And we can't really fix the whole naked thing, but we've got fur. Right. Like we both of us, we it's probably fine. And you have the cool pompadour. You have the cool Jojo hair. So that's probably fine. You're probably they're probably gonna think you're really fancy. The alpacas are shedding a lot. So if we could like catch that and like tuck it away just so there's not like alpaca fur ever you know, do you know what I mean? Like shove it in a in Hercules's bag. Can I make Bobo shove all of the like fucking like alpaca leavings and and fur in hercules's bag uh yeah he's trying but he's not great at self-grooming but he's doing his best okay i feel like i feel like those instincts should be better but you know maybe you didn't grow up around a lot of other i don't really know I think, okay yeah you know what i'm speaking on this i don't know i don't know what grooming habits are for like for people like you for like eight people i don't know i don't know i don't know um should i like cammy will tug over on remembers I don't know. I feel like she's mostly loincloth. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can yeah. <laughs> you like tug on that and say um, that probably this should have been a question for the walk over here. Uh, would it help if I were human? Should I should I be? Damn. Yeah, that that walk was fast as shit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, so quick. Would it? Should I? Should I? It was super should fast. Should I be a skin person? I mean, I don't know that it's going to matter. Okay. Um, All right. It depends on what you need to ask him for. I mean, he probably would recognize you uh for uh, in fox yeah, form probably, probably more than anything else so i think you're you're perfectly fine the way you, I just, that's you, good because mostly i use that i use the skin for pooping and that feels gross in like these formal yeah i'm for sure you haven't met a lot of foxes we mostly poop as humans but you know okay yeah i mean if i changed into a human that's probably what i'd do with it too it's it's so. it's it's more optimized. That form is optimized for pooping and like not much else. So I don't know why all these all people. Right. Keep, I, yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but I'm getting waved over. So I should probably we should probably. Well, I mean, you, you, you can come on over with me and we can just have a combo. Uh, but I need to go get I got to go paid. So thank God. I don't know where I was going with that. All right. So uh, <laughs> she walks over. <laughs> uh, this fellow uh, that she walks over to is just lounging on uh, just an overstuffed couch. He has long braided white hair. He, you can obviously tell the family resemblance uh, with Ileana and Ilstrak. He doesn't look significantly older than them. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that's just kind of the nature of elves. Yeah. And so uh, he is 
Uh, he's wearing like a, a really fancy red, like kind of a smocky shirt with a lot of ruffle to it. And he's got like a couple of swords that look very decorative and like some, uh, I don't know, just just some regular ass pants, okay. regular ass tan. Oh, pants. I thought you were just going to say his ass say was also regular. OK, no, his, his ass is. I mean, that's why he's sitting on the on the on the couch so much is because he does have serious hernia issues uh, or hemorrhoid issues. Oh, okay. He was coming across as very attractive. Okay. He is. He's a good looking fellow. It's you made ass jokes. I made ass jokes. We're here. All right. We're good. Um, but yeah, no, he, he waves you over and remembers like, well, uh, Hey, Hey Duke, Vilfar, uh, we, uh, well, I mean, I cleared out all of them vampires. So I do believe that you owe me a handful of, of, of gold. And then, um, it, it, I also brought with me, you probably do remember this one. This one is uh, Cammy. Hi. Cammy yeah, it's Cammy Ocana. That one's me. I don't think we met like personally, but it's me. And I have like my own thing. I didn't, but I have like my own thing to talk with you about instead of the vampires. But that's cool, right? Uh, so a big, a big smile crosses uh, his face and he looks just so ruggedly handsome when he smiles like this. Stop making this elf fuckable. They don't. <laughs> and he says, well, thank you for coming. Oh, okay, good, good. I appreciate the fact that you've come here good. to collect your money. <laughs> but actually, someone came from your service earlier today and collected the fees for you. Apparently, they knew that you had been successful, and I paid them already. So you're good to go. That sucks. <laughs> Remember, just kind of like looks at him, kind of squints, and is like, God damn it. That's one of those things with... Veravitas, they like to try to sneak in ahead of time, get the money, and then you show up. Nobody's got the money. And then you got to go get the money from them. It's going to be a runaround thing. It's going to be the next two weeks of my life. Jesus Christ. All right. That's fine. Um, well, uh, I'll leave you to it. Uh, Cammy. I do hope we see each other again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Be okay if you didn't bring the, the ape with you next time. But, you know, uh, it was nice meeting you. God, okay. It feels like you didn't give him a chance. Uh, but, yeah, no, we'll catch up in, like, Ormine. Um, thanks for... Being so big and just be thank you. Hell yeah. And she walks out. Uh Illendor says, Now, Cammy, I know you very well. I saw you at the Elandia's next top paragon competition. Yeah, was he one of the announcers? <laughs> I this is this voice of every voice that you've done for brute force. Oh, it, it makes my skin crawl Bring the most. Talk to him about it. Hi. Yeah, I could never. Wow. Yeah, I remember you because I would never, ever forget the sound that you make ever because. Oh, my ooh, goodness. Yeah. I'm glad someone notices. Uh -huh. I know a lot of people think, well, he's a dark elf. He certainly has a Vrimian accent, but I worked very hard to rid myself of that accent and talk exactly like the people of the continental side. I you know, around here, they see the Vrimian accent as somewhat antiquated, and I can't do business like that. Wow, I feel like this is a personal attack against me, the player, but let's move on. Um, okay, so I have just a little update, and if you could, like, dial it back, you're at kind of like a 12. I can probably tone myself down to about a 4, but I did a lot of coke before you got here. <laughs> Okay, good to know you're good to know you're chill with drugs. That's a great. No, it's uh, Coca Cola. <laughs> Caffeine just gets me good crazy. Good to know that you're chill with sugary beverages. That's also going to go a long way in our group. Um, okay, so hey, you know your 
niece. Chilling in Bram. I am aware great. I have a niece. The queen, yes, of course. Oh, okay. Your liege. Yeah, no, she's great. Um, There was a whole coup and like her brother took over who's kind of a dipshit. I have a whole thing. I have a whole thing with him. But turns out he's not like super in control of his body. He's a prisoner trapped in his own body. We went ahead, freed the queen. That's just like a freebie. We just did that because we were there and gravity was messed up. Either way, um... Bippity boppity boo. There's a whole issue, issue, and now um, I'm pretty sure Gurn is going to absolutely fucking nuke like from right off the map. So uh, I feel like there's a lot of moves that like you would need to make, and then maybe we could help, and then maybe I could like I don't know do something really good and get a tail out of it. Like I, I'm here to help and give information. Oh damn. That's completely different than what I'd expected you to say. I was really say. hoping the bad news oh. was going to tone you down a little bit, but you're still up there. I mean, there. I'm as toned as I can get. I worked really hard to get this voice. <laughs> a lot of effort <laughs> went in, huh? Yeah. This was years of my life. Wow. <sighs> okay, well, this is this is really troubling for me because <laughs> we just met with the yeah. envoy from Gurn. Oh, no. And, boy, this is completely different from what he was saying. Yeah, they They were like... I'm pretty sure they absolutely tried to kill us. We did this like cool, really cool camouflage thing with the ship. Don't worry, we're all fine. Uh, we we were gonna that do a Star rad. Wars. Yeah, we were gonna. Yeah, we were gonna do a New Hope, and then it was just like, ah, we'll just unfold this painting, and it worked kind of. So I don't think they're very smart, but I do think they're aggressive. They said the, when the the envoy came, he uh-huh. said. There's been a whole horrible issue, and your niece has fallen gravely ill, and oh. your nephew has stepped forward to raise the banner mm-hmm. of House Villafar, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And as one of the oldest reigning uh, uh, kings in the in in the entire uh, lands of Eorith, the the king of Gurn offered his envoy as assistance in the ongoing management of 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 vram and you know i said obviously i have to go back i have to help my my nephew with this terrible Um, situation he stressed to me the importance of glacier moss and obviously we've got a pretty big uh festival coming up in a week and a half that obviously people would be upset if i wasn't there for what's the name of that what's the name of the festival it's the rutabaga festival okay sure um we do it every year surely you've heard of it uh, yeah, yeah, there's a cucumber one, there's a rutabaga one. God, Yorth loves vegetables. Um, yeah, no, as someone, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm sure you have a really close relationship with your family, but I have been inside the mind of your niece and your nephew. Um, she kind of got locked away in a whole tower situation. Once again, gravity got all fucky. They weren't, like, feeding her great, I don't think. She was uh, a little cagey when we met her. And then, um, yeah, yeah, then your nephew is... Fully trapped in his own body, fully a prisoner, sort of just watching as the world goes around him. So. But how can they even do that? Like, isn't that, that's magic shit, right? Like, shouldn't they not be able to do that? Hey, and she's going to like, she's going to like paw down to like come down and just like take it on good faith that he's not going to continue at the same volume when they're at like whisper (laughs) distance. I also just told you that I jumped in their brains. So there's like some, there's, there's still, there's, we, we still got some good shit like hidden around some places. Uh, so yeah, they found a way, you know, life finds a way, you know, vampires, you just had to eradicate vampires. They do some wacky mind control shit. Sometimes life, 
life this is and evil finds a way. This is more vampires? I don't know that for sure. You Gosh, you get stuck on the vampires and also you did not volume down. I don't like vampires. A, there was a social sort of contract that when I went to whisper level that you were going to chill. You didn't do that. My ears are so big and I hear so well. <laughs> it hurts. All right. While this conversation's happening, what is uh, Leland up to? And Hollis, are, is Hollis with Leland? Yeah, I don't think she would have gone to the the sneaky sneak talks. Yeah, I guess we're we're rolling in town. We're looking. Yeah, we're in town. We're seeing the shops. We're looking in shops. I wanted to go hunt coats, a suede or a fur. Um, okay. But I don't know what what shop Hollis was interested in. Uh, she doesn't shop a lot, so I think she'd be happy to go along with wherever you want to go. We get you a coat. What we could do, we could get you a coat that's like a couple sizes too small. So it's almost like a crop top coat. Okay, okay. Like you could get a suede, but the suede only zips down under your pecs. Like you wear football underneath your shoulder pads, kind of like a crop top shirt. But that's a whole, uh, that's your, it's like a tiny suede jacket. I love this direction, but can I make one amendment and can we make sure that it is sleeveless? So you just want like a, a, a vest. Yeah, yeah, I want a vest. But, but I want like the modified the way that you said. No, a cropped sleeveless jacket. No, I mean, I don't. I want a sleeveless jacket. I don't want a vest. Uh, all right. I'm sure they can accommodate, you know, <laughs> shit. With enough money, you can get. I mean, I can just always rip the sleeves off, so. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Yeah, there's uh, you're you find yourselves in the coat district. There's coats every there's coat stores everywhere. Haven't we just got hold of a bunch of fur coats from the alpaca dude? Uh-huh. I guess there's a wool. wool there's a wall, yeah. It's like a wall. It's not a it's not like a uh we open the door to coats, 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 coats. That's where you buy your coats. <laughs> Wonderful. I love a title that really describes where you're going. <laughs> the shop owner uh like hustles from behind the the counter. Uh he is a he is a little dwarf and he's like, Hey, welcome to coats, 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 coats. This is where you buy your coats. <laughs> uh my name's Goody. And uh, I've been, uh, you know, living my whole life waiting for you to walk in here and buy a coat for me. What can I do for you? Wait, you've been waiting for specifically us? For specifically you. This is my, this is my, this was the last thing on my bucket list. After this, oh, Dunzo. Destiny is, is calling. I, oh, I, this is a responsibility. Yeah, no, you're going to make my life complete here today. It's very exciting for me and for you and for everyone. Leland, help me. <laughs> tell him, tell him that great innovative coat idea you told me on the way in oh, here that yeah. was completely normal and not weird at all. Tell him your innovation. Okay, so I want a coat, except I want it to be like a crop top coat, and I wanted the zipper to be able to show off my pecs a little bit because I've wor- I've really been working on it. It's been chest day every day, <laughs> and then also, it's also been arm day. Don't ask how that works. I just do the gym thing twice a day. Uh, I want I want no sleeves. At, on account of the fact she's a shark, she only works on the beach muscles. Oh yeah, yeah, these are glamour muscles for sure. Her legs like twigs. <laughs> Goody goes like completely pale in the face, and he goes, "Get out of my store! You don't know what you're asking for. Get out of my store!" Wait, what? You you just said that it store. was destiny that I walked into your store. No, I was mistaken. I'm in somebody else. Get out of here! Get out of the store, kid. <laughs> I oh. I mean, I did. Okay. She says in Hanks. Hey, does the hang dog thing. 
Well, I guess Leland's going to leave, too. He's like, well, shit. I- right before you get to the door, he turns back around and goes, you're still here, huh? <laughs> well, I admire your moxie, you crazy kid. Oh. All right, God damn it, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I made a coat just like this one time, a sleeveless jacket, crop top. It was amazing. But do you know what? It got brought back because it made the person that wore it look too fucking huge. They were jacked on top of jacked. And it's the craziest thing. Nobody can, can, can stand the power of a coat like that. What you're describing is insanity. To the coat making business, they call it the widow maker. But you know what? For you... I'm going to do it. She puts her her hands like gently on the sides of this guy's face and is like, let me be your muse. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So then the, he goes to the back and you hear a lot of hammering uh, rivets happening. Uh, zippers being sewn on. Uh, there's like a weird sheet bleat out of nowhere that just kind of doesn't make sense with the rest of it. And then there's some bellows work, uh, a little bit more hammering and he comes back out sweaty browed and he, uh, hands you a, uh, a garment bag that is completely zipped up and, and, and encloses, uh, something hanging on a hanger. And then he slits his own throat. <laughs> My work is done. My life you is open complete. It. Describe, describe the coat that's inside. Okay. All right, so the coat is a jean jacket for sure. And he has made custom patches for this baby of flexed arm muscles and, uh, let's see, really on-the-nose shark teeth. Um, (laughs) And they're sewn on just just in a godly amount. Uh, So, like she requested, it is a crop top. It's got a, a zipper up. In the front. Actually, you know what? It's a button up. She did request request a zipper, but he thought, no, it doesn't look good enough. So he put in some some nice buttons that have a little little design on them of uh, an ocean like the waves. And it, it was like he couldn't not put sleeves on a coat because sleeves have to go on a coat. But then he ripped those sleeves off. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you try this thing on. Give it a good, like, get get in there. It's going to feel a little tight. And then give it a good pec flex. Just see what happens. All right. So she she puts her, her, her two beefy arms through it and, like, shrugs it on. It's always like, oh, all right. Yep. It's feeling good so far. And she does up the, the buttons on the front and, and like, takes a deep breath and, 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 <laughs> flexes forward. As soon as you flex forward, the two top buttons go flying off, ricochet against the wall. And you notice that they're actually attached to this thing with like really long pieces of thread. And a little tiny imp crawls out of the breast pocket, like jumps down, grabs the buttons and like starts pulling the thread back and then sews them back on real quick and then jumps back in your pocket. What (laughs) the hell was that, sir? Well, listen. I'm pretty adamant that the best thing about a really solid, tight vest is popping the buttons off. But then how do you replace the buttons? You get an imp oh whose entire God. job and is it, 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 like he's, he's soul bound to replace buttons. So then you tie the buttons what on the and then you just make them, you know, ready to pop. And so like you're good to go. Pop those buttons as much as you want. Hi. Be careful you're not like facing anyone directly when you pop the buttons because those things could put an eye out. They come out with a significant force. I've. I've never seen something so beautiful in my life. 
Hey, kiddo, I'm proud of you. I didn't know if you could do it, but, you know, you put the work in, you stuck it out, and here we are. Five minutes later, you got yourself the jacket. Five minutes later. This is the greatest thing that anyone has ever made, and don't you ever let anyone tell you any difference, sir. It's my last work here on Earth. I'm done. I'm hanging it up. I'm retiring. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go take a take a trip down to the coast. You know, buy that beach house I always wanted. Uh, this is this is it. This is my finest work. Sorry, Leyland. <laughs> I guess I'll have to go to Coats Coats. More coats <laughs> for sale here to get my coat. Is anyone gonna tell this dude that the Guernsey and Navy is about to fucking ravage this <laughs> this whole coastline? Now, sir, I cannot sell you a coat at this at this point because I have retired. But uh, my entire stock of off-the-rack coats are, uh, you know, at your perusal. Uh, yeah, well, you know. You'd like to go do something off-the-rack. It's free. free I'd rather you rip my leg off and beat me to death with it and to wear some fucking all... Well, I'm going to get a 42 long, and it's going to be too big in the shoulders and a little too long in the sleeves, like I'm a Republican, or I borrowed it from my father. <laughs> I don't know. Neither of them can dress. Yeah, you probably don't want I'm, anyway. I, my name's Mitch McConnell. I'm worth a billion dollars. My suits don't fit. I'm a fucking... <laughs> Don't be shit. I'm Rand Paul. I'm a fake eye doctor. I'm borrowing this jacket from my from my dad, Ron. I hate taxes. I'm dumb as shit. You know, I don't want, I don't want to look like that. Yeah, and I don't. I didn't want to tell you, but the problem with most of my jackets and coats is that uh, most uh, most monkeys are allergic to them, so you wouldn't want any of these anyway. Go on. All right, close up shop. Is, is there is there a, is there a tailor? You know. Oh, damn, I, this is... You're turning me around on this whole coat thing. This is a rock and a hard place. On the one hand, I don't want to like look like Ted Cruz, the Zodiac Killer. But on the other hand, <laughs> I do hate that monkey as much as I hate Ted Cruz, the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> <sighs> what do you got in Cordovan? <laughs> he pulls back a curtain and there's an entire room... Oh. That's his cordovan room. Even the wallpaper is. It's a cordovan suede. The liner is like a, you know, midnight blue and forest green paisley on like the traditional sepia tone paisley silk that the paisleys are on. I'm like, do you know uh, the name of a reputable tailor? Uh, yeah. You could go to Taylor's. Taylor's, this is where you get your shit tailored. Oh Come God. on in. Hollis, we got another errand. I'll, I'll buy this monkey repellent jacket. Does it also come with an imp? No, I only had one. It took a good chunk of my soul to buy that uh, in, so uh, I don't have a... I, I feel like I've gotten short shrift on this adventure, or the adventure <laughs> that I will say I wanted to do, jacket shopping, so I will have to go to Taylor's Taylor's. This is where you get your shit tailored. Uh, I bid you adieu. Good luck on retirement. On the way in, Hollis uh, turns, turns dramatically back to him again, and is like, you've made my... You've made my life so, and does another flex so a button can pop off and ping this guy in the head as a salute. <laughs> it impales him in the forehead. He falls dead. He's like, don't worry. That was the way I wanted to go. <laughs> the imp has oh to like God. dig through his freaking skull to get the button out. <laughs> All right, really quickly, we're going to bounce over to Mort at Fantastic Mounts. Uh, hey, welcome to Fantastic Mounts. I uh, hope you're here for riding uh, an animal of some sort uh, because we've changed recently. There's been a whole rebranding. I don't know if you heard about it. I did hear about it, yes, and I am here for your new purpose rather than your, your old purpose. 
That's amazing, dear. The first one here. What what, um, what do you what do you need? What do you have in the the way of uh fantastical flying beasts? Oh, we got about anything you want. You want uh we got a we got a pygmy griffin. Um uh we got a potbelly pegasus. <laughs> uh two of those actually. <laughs> um let's see. I don't think we have any manticores that have wings we have the unwinged mm-hmm, versions mm-hmm. if you want one of those um we got a goose um Does it lay golden eggs nope 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 but um yeah no but it's pretty calm which is you know have you ever met a goose that's pretty strange <laughs> uh let's see do you have by any chance a herd of peritons now, I feel like you're setting me up for a question you already knew the answer to, because absolutely, we did recently come across a herd of peritons. Wonderful. And how much would it be to purchase said herd of peritons? A herd, John? Oh, I mean... <laughs> it's got a, a big old ship. Listen, I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't know. We, we got we got six of these fellas, and it was everything. I mean, they're not tamed. I wanted to, I want to let you know that right off the bat, they're not okay. tamed. They're dangerous beasts. Okay. Uh, we did lose three three of three of my best wranglers in uh, in the process of getting these guys. Uh, so it's it's going to be pretty expensive. Fourteen gold. Wow. Ooh. H. Oh. Ooh. I assume I've got. Well, I guess I've got Leyland, who has unlimited amounts yeah. of resources. Okay, uh, let me uh, have a word with my associates, uh, and I will get back to you. I head out the shop. I track down Leyland and Hollis. Say, guys, it's heist time. Now this was really just Mort just kind of acting out. I mean, um, it's not like he didn't have access to the sparkles. I mean, Leland was effectively at this point an unlimited pit of money uh, wrapped up in some nice silk bandages. So, it really, there was no need to steal anything except for, I guess, he kind of, the the, the, the fellow that ran uh, the the fantastical mounts uh, just, I guess, kind of rubbed more the wrong way. Or maybe he was toying with his bad boy nature. You know, sometimes people do that when they get around 200 or so years old. Um, they just start um, thinking, boy, maybe maybe I don't have to follow the rules of this society anymore. Maybe because I'm undead twice and um, a blood-sucking vampire, that maybe I can just start stealing things instead of paying for them. And uh, that's that's rookie mistake, honestly. When you're a vampire, you know, the last thing you want to do is get the heat brought down on you just because you're stealing flying animals, you know. It's not, it's not a, a respectable uh, vampire anywhere around that would be caught up in that business nowadays. But, I mean, at the time, uh, I think he was going through a bit of a crisis. I mean, I think they all were. As I certainly, I know I was. You know, when magic went away from the lands and, and, and the things that we knew uh, were, were now gone, there was a lot of things that I had to come to terms with. You know, um, early on in my career, I will admit, um, I did lace a little bit of arcane magic into the words that I spoke, and I did find the effect of it was uh, one of, of rapt attention. And uh, it was much more difficult. I suppose, at this point, uh, to, to really get an audience, you know. Uh, amid this part of the story, of course, I, I do need to tell you, I was, I was hanging out in Sleet Boss, 
I was uh, spinning my wares, which is uh, my way of saying that I was telling stories outside of uh, one of the uh, more urbane uh, pie shops in town. Um, and boy, it was difficult to, to even get a few sparkles to rub together from that. Usually you go to one of these backwater towns like Sleet Moss or like Yonder, somewhere like that. And you could just get rubes by the drones lining up to hear the words that you speak. But at this point, you know, people were kind of different. You know, nobody was really entranced by the spoken word in quite the same way. Um, it definitely took some time for me to really find my way to becoming uh, the uh, magic-free bard that I am today. Uh, because none of this is ensorcelment, I'll tell you. I would tell you. I Legally, I would have to tell you if I was ensorceling you. And I'm not. I'm not charming you, uh, except through natural means. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's no, I, I, legally, again, I have to tell you I'm not using magic when I tell these stories. Um, except to say that my stories are all magic. No, they're not. They're, again, legally, they are not magic stories. Okay, I, I just don't want to get in trouble. I had some issues with that in uh, in all mine for a while um, uh, because my fanciful speech, you know, just a, a turn of the phrase that went the wrong direction. Um, I happened to have a pocket full of, of thick pixie dust at the time, um, and they'll pick you up for just like an ounce, an ounce and a half of pixie dust in in all mine. Just throw the book at you. Anyway, we'll get back to the story next time uh, here at the Gilded Ram Grog House in D Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. What an outstanding episode. I think everybody did really well. Hey, you guys did well. Hey, stuff. A plus. Yeah, I had a you lot guys of did fun. Good things. It was great. Um, I do I do think we need to make a concerted effort as human beings, as players, as um, good friends to stop collecting NPCs. <laughs> I find it I find it enlightening to me that I have introduced an NPC that Ray genuinely wants to like. Which means Cammy mm -hmm. genuinely wants to like this NPC, yeah. which is already a rarity. It's a big, already lady. a rarity. How many people, how many NPCs has Cammy just been like, all right, actually, no, fuckface, uh, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and only Bobo, really. Boa doesn't talk. Basically, <laughs> basically everyone else, every other NPC, yeah. uh, Cammy has hated. And I introduced an NPC that Cammy wants to like, so much. that Ray wants to like. I do. Um, but also, I have, I have, I have angled it against you in such a, a pointed manner. Yeah, it's a real precarious. It's a real precarious situation. It's a real. I don't. I. I think it's funny that you introduced the best NPC, which is just a large gorilla, um, a large blue JoJo gorilla, and then <laughs> weirdly set up like people aren't gonna like this, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> wild to me. I mean, listen. I didn't. I didn't say people aren't gonna like. Aren't gonna like. Uh, you remember, this, it's this not gonna Bobo. like. But remember, it doesn't like apes. I mean, listen, that's just in her character. Her family was killed by apes. <laughs> family was slaughtered by apes. My oh, wow, her family was blue slaughtered apes. by a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> blue anime-looking apes. Led by Bobo. <laughs> also, history. we keep we keep we keep talking about this. Like, look, Adam gave Ray an NPC. I didn't ask for a monkey. I love the monkey. You didn't very much. But <laughs> you were I the do first one to, to jump be... onto the. Yeah. Of course, you gave me a JoJo monkey, and you named him Bobo. I gave a JoJo monkey that, if you watch JoJo. 
If you watch JoJo, <laughs> monkeys, you should be suspicious of. You should not like you should the be monkeys suspicious of monkeys. You should be suspicious of monkeys that show up on a boat. Yeah. To be fair, it was just a monkey and you made it a JoJo monkey. You did make it a JoJo monkey. That's right. Yeah. I know. But Bobo's great and I love Bobo very much. <laughs> I'll never I'll never let Bobo go. New things that have become canonical uh, by based on this episode. This is a, this is a new little thing I want to do in the in the outro. Is like a, a little yeah, yeah. It's a little podcast within a podcast type setup sure. where I want to talk about things that are now cano- canonical in the world of Eorth based upon this this episode. Okay. Velvina. Do we have a theme tune for this podcast within a podcast? Oh, the theme, the theme is like things that are now canonical. Um, the <laughs> first thing is Velveeta. Velveeta is now canonical oh, sure, in sure, sure. the world of uh, Eorth. Um, also, uh, the ling- the Latin language, strangely enough, yeah. is now canonical. Uh, in the world of Eorth. Uh, and and the movie Arachnophobia with John Goodman. Yeah. Yeah, John Goodman especially and Arachnophobia are canonical in the world of Eorth. Uh, also, a lot of really uh, poorly dressed Republican figureheads also canonical. <laughs> Imps. Imps, Imps yeah. are now canonical. Yeah, that wasn't a thing previously. Like, it was the first imp. Uh, I think jean jackets. Jean jackets, manticores. Um, mm. Parasons. Yeah. Parasons, yeah. This is a good review for us, the players. Pot-bellied Pegasi. I love that. I wanted to introduce a lot of flying creatures that could not possibly pull this boat before we got to ones that could. I was looking up mythical flying creatures, and there was one really cool one called uh, a Minakawa that was like a cross between like a dragon and a bird. Oh. And it looks really awesome. And then I read more of it, and it was like, yeah, this is a giant bird that can swallow the sun. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's a little too big. You can always scale it down. That's all. That's what. Uh, that's what. That's, that's what they did with all those D and D monsters. It's like, yeah. hey, this was a god, and then we turned it into a fun little monster. Maybe the same wizard that shrunk the the workforce shrunk the Minokawa. It was the same fucking drunk <laughs> so, wizard. So it, yeah. it was gonna swallow the sun. He was like, oh dear. <laughs> so he shrunk that. it down. Yeah. So now you can swallow a car. Hey, if you can swallow a car, we want to hear about it. And the best way to tell us about how you can swallow cars is through review, because we'll absolutely probably read that. Probably. Uh, like this, re- like this review by Indev na- nineteen sixty eight. Wait, which uh, is Indev swallow a car? Damn. Yep. Maybe. I mean, that's what the thing says. It says, "Yep." Uh, just finished episode six. Probably the third best boat theft podcast I've ever heard. Can't wait to hear more boat theft based shenanigans. Five stars. Now. Uh, I will formally state, do we steal a lot of boats in this show? Yes. Yes. Are we mm-hmm. based around the concept of boat theft? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did we steal a boat within the last three episodes? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes we did. We did. We did. Um, so you, you, you may be thinking, oh, I can pigeonhole these folks, you know? It's six episodes in, I know what this is going to be all about. It's going to be all about boat theft. Yeah, you know what? It. We fucking got it. Got it in one. Good job, Indap. Got it. Yeah, not a lot of reviews mention that we are basically a boat theft podcast. And so I really I really like, uh, it only took them six episodes, too, to really nail down into the essence of what, Unfortunately, of what we are. Unfortunately, we're only the third best boat theft podcast, so we need well, to Well, I mean, you can't compete game. with the big boys. I mean, like, we're not, we're not, we don't have, we don't have the financial staying power. Or, like, I mean, we're not professional celebrities. We're not like the, the bimbo, the my bimbo, yeah. My bimbo, my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother, and my boat, yeah. yeah. My bimbo. That obviously is like the 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 a one a number one, right? I mean, who you can't beat my bimbo. That's just no. 
they were here first. You know, they did it first. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I do feel like they kind of like need to branch out a bit because they did also do the adventure boat. You know, I think mm-hmm. for all of your podcasts are boat based. You know, that gets a bit stale. It's all boat based. When it's boats yeah. all the way down. Yeah, like uh, they did the spinoff, and it's just it's just the one host, but also uh, his wife, and yeah, it's saw boats. boats. Yeah, and it's just it's just about yeah. how, how to make holes in boats. Then there was that one they did. They they made another like one of the other ones like made another one a spinoff with their wife, and it was called Rose Boaties. And okay. I thought that was foolish. Okay, I I'm I apologize to everyone that's not a aware of McElroy <laughs> the McElroy canon the McElroy burners will be in boats too oh yeah wow yeah that listen good. if people are listening to this podcast and they don't know who the McElroys are that's that like the idea that there are people that listen to podcasts and don't know who the McElroys are hey, like come on now well yeah. some of the people that listen to this probably found us because of the McElroys so probably actually, yeah, that's the thing yeah absolutely anyway if you want to find us uh, you can find us on Twitter at Brute Force Cast, or you can follow John at Nudzer with a Z instead of a Z. You can follow Ray at Emma Unlady. No, you can't. No, you no, can't. You, can't. No, you, you fucked can't. it up, John. You <laughs> fucked it up, John. Uh, you changed, have you changed your Twitter handle? Uh, yeah. Oh, this is a big moment for everybody. Also, everybody. also Adam uh, wants to say. We're going to have to re record every outro now. No, we want to keep it. This was. This is the way everybody will remember. Coming at you hot. This is the newest information yes. from the Twitterverse. Uh, Ray has changed her Twitter handle. No longer MR on Ladylike. No. Uh, Ray can be found at Ray Not Romano. <laughs> it is Ray Not Romano from now on, folks. We've entered a new, a new sort of uh, chapter, a new sort of season. I am not Ray Romano, but I am Ray yeah. Not Romano. If you've ever heard Ray's voice and said, "Is that Ray Romano?" Uh, no, fixed it. we fixed it's that not. Problem. Deborah. No, you won't hear her saying that. No, it's not. It's not. It's me. It's not Romano. That's that's the easy way to remember it is that I'm not the Romano. Ray, not Romano. Okay. It's so easy. Well, then Ray you can Romano. find Ray at Ray, not Romano. <laughs> you can. You can. <laughs> or Ray, not not Tromo. Not, no. not Tromo. Yeah, no, Tromo. Not Romano. Not Romano. If you, if you want to mispronounce it, uh, you can find Carly. Ray, no Tromano. Reno Tremano. You can find That's the one. That's what it's going to be for now. You can find Ray at Reno Tremano. Don't already fuck up so a good. new handle. I, uh, it's good though. No matter how so you just say it, it's great. Ray not Romano is great. Uh, you can you can find Adam at the Adam Bash. You can follow Carly at Animated Me with the E's as little threes with hearts over them. And you can find Pat at Patrick underscore Rankin. And while you're there, you can also find our Discord at bit.ly slash Patwick Wankin. Patwick Wankin. Yeah, and that's never going to change. That one is And you can find gonna... a lot of this stuff if you go out to our website, uh, which is just uh, bruteforcepodcast.com. It's great. My best friend made it. It's lovely. Thank you. Good fun. Um, remember that sporks are magic. Remember that Arby's has the meats. Uh, remember that uh, Stickums exists and they're not Post-Its. No copyright. Uh, and what all do we say? Hams or pies? What is it? That's a button. Button, button it up. That's that generational trauma. And, that, and that's on generational trauma. 